Joining us now in our studios is our state representative for District 20B. That is uh, Todd Lippert. Good morning. Good morning. Lippert, thank you so much for coming in today. And you know, I don't know if you brought an umbrella. I got a few drops on my head, but I'm doing just fine. <laughs> All right. You've had a uh, full week now, or almost a full week, a few days back into the legislative session after... Uh, the uh, long spring break uh, you started back up on tuesday so you're three days into it let's start off by just talking about kind of the home stretch of the uh, legislative session uh budget is the big thing it's a budget year and now's the time where it really needs to come together as you know uh is is the budget and the process getting a little bit clearer uh now Yes, so um, we're really in the second half of the legislative session now, and the details of our budget and the House DFL are coming into focus. And we've been uh, clear this whole time that we'll be putting a budget that's that's working for all Minnesotans, and we really want to be um, helping those impacted by COVID the most uh, get through and, and build back, so students and families, workers, small businesses. And we're seeing a budget now that really reflects that. So we have significant investments in uh, E-12 education, making sure that we have investments that are keeping up with inflation and more. Because uh, we need to help students catch up uh, with the learning that's been lost. We need to support our teachers who have been through so much and make sure that we're closing those achievement gaps across race and geography uh, that are such um, so that really need to be addressed in Minnesota. Uh, we also have major investments in childcare too. We know that's foundational. So um, Minnesota is behind the national recommendation a long ways um, in its child care reimbursement rate. And so we have $60 million for early learning scholarships for families and $300 million for support for providers to make sure that child care is accessible uh, for families. And we know that's foundational not just for families but for um, rural communities too because if parents can't work, uh, that really impacts uh, impacts workers. And then we're uh, we're seeing the details of how how we're funding it too in the tax plan. Uh, we're asking uh, there's a fifth tier for people making over a million dollars, asking those who are the wealthiest in our state to pay in a little bit more. That'll bring in about three hundred million dollars to our coffers, as well as utilization of a tool approved by the Trump administration to allow states to um, call back uh, some taxes on profits. Uh, that companies make when they're doing business overseas. And we can ask the largest corporations to pitch in a little bit more to make sure that we're funding the things we need in Minnesota. The uh, Remind me of where we're at. You've got Have you got your budget targets at we this have time? Our budget, yeah, okay. so we have our budget targets. Those came out a few weeks ago. Okay. And then the sure. details of the omnibus bill started coming together. Each, each area has their budget bill, uh, education, early childhood, environment, etc., um, now, this week, we've been voting bills out of committee. So mm-hmm. yesterday, I was in the Environment Committee. We voted the bill out. Today, I'll be in two committees at the same time. Um, agriculture and Climate and Energy will be getting those bills voted out. They'll go to the floor then starting about next Thursday through the end of April. All right. Let's talk about uh, some of those bills. Have you been authoring uh, bills this session? Or? Yeah. So um, I've been hard at work like other legislators, too. And so this is a time where you start... Uh, to see whether your provisions have made it into the bills or not. There are a couple uh, provisions that I'm really excited about uh, that we that were included in the environment bill that was voted out yesterday. One of my priorities has been a soil health cost share program. Uh, this stuff, the farmers locally have been working really uh, kind of leading the way on putting more soil health practices on the land. These help 
uh, protect the soil, infiltrate mo- more water, hold water back on the land. Uh, it's good for farmers' bottom line because they can reduce reduce their inputs. It's also good for the climate too. Uh, but farmers need some financial assistance and technical assistance uh, to be able to put these on the land, and more farmers want to do it. So we have a cost share program in place in this bill. I was excited that made it in, and um, money from a few different places that will that will go to that, and we have about fifteen million dollars allocated uh, towards that. Um, and then another measure that's that will help us plant more trees as a state, and especially respond to emerald ash borer, which has been impacting communities in southern Minnesota. Um, there's uh, ash waste or ash dead ash trees that are just piling up. Communities don't know what to do with it, and they need uh, some funds to be able to plant new trees um, and get out in front of it. So. Uh, excited to see those provisions in as well do those uh is there somebody in the the senate that's working on that as well uh you'll you'll need uh, to you know you know the process you got to get it by them as well right right so um on the on the tree planting provisions republicans have been very receptive to that and uh chair ingerbritson gave gave that bill a hearing uh, Rep- uh senator isaacson was, was carrying that bill so i'm excited about the prospects there and we've been having uh good conversations on uh, soil health as well so part of it is um you know the republicans in the senate democrats in the house will have some different priorities um and you go to conference committee and you have your list and you start doing some trading and so um i'm hopeful that the the cost share program will be uh will be one thing that will make it through the conference committee all right uh you also mentioned uh the energy committee that's one of the two committees you have to be at at the same time i i'm interested to hear on how you'll do that but i'm sure you'll figure out a way. it's one of the miracles of of zoom so you have a couple <laughs> different devices up and uh, make sure i keep track of votes in both places <laughs> what was going on what's uh what are the highlights from the uh, the energy side? Uh, so uh, a couple things I'm really excited about in the energy committee. Um, one is uh, we're calling it the Innovation Finance Authority. And so this is a, f- a finance authority to come up with some creative financing options to make sure we're addressing some unmet needs. Uh, one area this would address is energy efficiency uh, projects in Minnesota. We have programs that help with energy efficiency uh, for households with low incomes, uh, but they but the need is is really great, and the programs aren't meeting that need. So uh, this will allow more funding uh, to get to energy efficiency projects in for households with low incomes, hard to reach rural areas, uh, you know, especially communities of color too. It'll create good family supporting jobs or more jobs for, for contractors, more dollars circulating in low, uh, in, uh, small communities. And it's will help us, um, get the benefits of energy efficiency to those who need it the most and also help us start meeting some of our climate goals in, in housing too. So I'm really excited about that. Um, it has, uh, one-time funding, and then there'll be a revolving loan fund that'll go on from there. And then one other thing I'll mention is um, in Northfield, uh, those who want to put rooftop solar are often dealing with very high uh, interconnection fees uh, because uh, the grid in the Northfield area needs to be updated to deal with a distributed, more distributed energy. And so we have some funding from the Renewable Development Account to address this need in Northfield and also to, to kind of task a study group to figure out how do we start dealing with these problems as they come up statewide. So I'm excited that that uh, response to a particular problem we're facing in Northfield is being addressed as well. We had talked uh, last time you were in, it's been a couple of weeks ago, about uh, passenger rail and uh, passenger rail travel. Uh, we talked with uh, 
a couple of people, Gayla Malik and Susie Nicassian, about that uh, after we had, had talked to you. But is that bill still alive in there? Is Did it make it through? So uh, that bill did not make it through the deadline for a hearing to be um, to be included in the budget this session. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been having conversations with the chair of the transportation committee. We're looking forward to an informational hearing sometime uh, later this session or in the summer uh, where we can have more conversation about it and try to uh, build a momentum for that bill as it's uh, moving into the next session and um, going from here. These it is, It's not uncommon for bills to have... Um, need multiple years to kind of build up the, up their momentum until they're they're able to be moved through and there are uh, other passenger rail proposals uh, related to a second line to chicago another line to duluth um that have been also being worked on as well mm-hmm. so that was a, a bit disappointing uh but we're still working on it all right uh is there anything else coming up this week you'd like to tell us about uh so this this week, you know, we're really just getting these these budget bills done, bills done. So I'll be focused on the agriculture committee uh, this morning. Excited to have uh, provision related to farmer lender mediation, where renew uh, that I I led on. We're renewing that and kind of extending it from three months to four to help farmers. Um, and doing the climate and energy work too is something I'll be doing today. And then next week we will start. Um, with more floor sessions and we'll start voting these bills off the floor and um kind of checking them off one at a time so we're we're getting things getting things done and and moving towards conference committee with the senate keep on moving through all right uh Sen- our senator excuse me representative lippert thank you so much for joining us we certainly appreciate it we'll talk to you again next friday yeah good to be with you mm-hmm. talk to you soon that is uh, state representative todd lippert of district 20b you're listening to The One. We've got uh, Rich back 